The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast, episode 119. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to sprinkle in some other topics like vegan entrepreneurship, holistic living. And in 2021, I want to talk about credit and finances a little more because I think that is a part of what would make our lives so much better if we just kind of have this holistic approach and have a lifestyle podcast to help you just get the life that you truly want. So that is the goal of this show going forward. I'm really excited to introduce some new topics, to shake things up a little bit and to just enjoy this. You know, I hope you had amazing Christmas if you celebrate. It just feels really good to be back. I kind of took a little break because I wanted to enjoy the holidays. You know, I felt like this year has been like a mess. (laughs) So being able to kind of go away, take a little road trip and enjoy the holidays was amazing. And I'm just so thankful for that time. So today on the show, I have my girl Brittany Sade on here. And I am so excited for y'all to listen to this gem of a conversation that Brittany drops for us. If you are not following her on Instagram, you definitely need to go over to her Instagram. It's Brittany Sade underscore underscore. Make sure that you follow her because she is all about making sure that women are living their best lives and she drops so much information over there on her Instagram. She's all about helping women boost their confidence, make health and happiness a priority and some self-love and self-care. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. We're going to talk about some of her daily routines and some advice that she has for you as well to get that going. The biggest takeaway I got is the importance of being okay with expanding your brand and pivoting if things don't feel right. And I feel like ever since she made the shift from just sharing food on her platform and really talking about ways to just be more confident and more loving and healing on her platform. Ever since she's made that shift, I feel like her brand is just so much more rich and amazing. And so I'm just so thankful to have her on here to just share all of her wisdom with you guys. I love how Brittany is so open about the fact that, you know, this has been a rocky road for her. Like she had a lot of work that she had to do to get to where she is. And it wasn't something that just happened overnight. You know, we have to be persistent if this is something you want to do as far as really changing your life for the better. I know that you'll enjoy this conversation as much as I did. 
You can get all of the show notes and everything we mentioned in this episode at brownvegan.com. It will be under episode 119. So yeah, make sure you check out all the show notes. Check out Brittany's courses and her text club and just everything that she has going on. Make sure that you check that out under the blog post and also on her Instagram. Also, be sure to come over to my Instagram and let me know what you thought of this episode. I am at brownvegan over there. So yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into the conversation with Brittany Sade. My vegan journey started for me after I lost my aunt to breast cancer. So like I literally, you know, watched her take her last breath on her hospital bed. I even saw my grandmother, you know, take her last breath on her hospital bed. So it was starting to become a pattern that I didn't want to be a part of. So I changed my diet in hopes to really help my family, you know, make changes in their own diets and their own lifestyles. Because I was just sick and tired of seeing them pass away, be sick. And if your family, Black families, is anything like my family, then heart disease, high blood pressure, cancer, and other, you know, minor and major diseases run in the family. And I'm putting run in quotation marks because I really like to say bad lifestyle habits run in the family. So, you know, and once I changed my diet, so many things changed for me that I wasn't even expecting. Like I reversed type two diabetes, prediabetes. I had severely clogged arteries. I lost a lot of weight that I didn't know that I needed to lose. <laughs> and my skin cleared up, my hair, my hair stopped breaking off. Just so many health issues that I didn't know existed were gone. And so after that, I was like, okay, this is a for life thing. I'm not going back. There's no way I'm going back to those old habits that were that were killing me, you know? And I sit back and think all the time, where would I be right now if I never made those changes? Right. Yeah. That's so relatable what you said about the weight that you didn't know you had to lose because we look at pictures and we'd be like, why well, none of y'all told me I was this big? We like, <laughs> like when all y'all around here feed me. <laughs> Nobody told me. Right. And my, like, when I lost the weight, my mom was like, something looks different about you. You don't look so puffy anymore. And I'm like, thanks, mom. I didn't know I was looking puffy in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I definitely understand like wanting to change your legacy and the, you know, the legacy of your family making some changes. So this is another question I always like to ask people. What did those early days look like though, Brittany? Because it's one thing to say, okay, you know, this is devastating to my family to lose my family member, but to actually make the shift in your life is a completely different situation. So how did that look in those early days? Ooh. Girl, those early days. <laughs> Ooh, I know, right? I'm telling you, that's why I always ask this question because I know that other people can, they they want to hear that. People who are listening now and they just, they're like, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I had a friend. Her name was Jasmine and she was vegetarian. Jasmine, if you're listening, I apologize to you because she was vegetarian and I would always like, you know, put meat in her face and like, but you want this burger, don't you? And just things like that. and. Oh, you were one of those. <laughs> I was one of those people. So Jasmine, if you're listening, I apologize because I understand because people do that to me. <laughs> but when I was like, you know, before we became vegan, I was always that person that was like, uh-uh, I cannot give up my meat. I need my steak. I need my pork chops. I need, you know, I need all that unhealthy shit. And so, you know, those early days, 
I never, I always thought I was health conscious because I ate a lot of vegetables and I (laughs) drank a lot of water and I went to the gym every now and then. But those early days, I just had no intention on making a complete lifestyle change. I didn't want to give up, you know, the unhealthy foods. I didn't want to give up drinking every day. I didn't want to give up, you know, smoking. I didn't want to give up my toxic habits because that was me and that's who I was. But I didn't see myself as a toxic person. And I didn't, it wasn't until I changed my lifestyle that I realized how much of an impact food has on our feelings, on our mood, how we behave, how we react to things. And so now when I look back, I'm like, man, I was doing all that unhealthy stuff. That's why I was fighting all the time. That's why I was so angry. That's why I was so bitter about stuff. And so this, you know, those early days, it was, I just know those are days that I'm not going to go back to, but there are so many people who were also and are still living that way, you know, still have those toxic habits that they don't think that they have and feel that they can't make those lifestyle changes. But if I can do it, I promise anybody in the world can do it. Even cheese. I was obsessed with cheese and I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I'm not giving up my smoked Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, that's the main thing. A lot of people feel they can't give up is cheese. So I just feel like if I can, if I can do it, if I can make those you know, small changes, anybody can. If you're that person out there that, that says, no, I can't do that. It's just a, it's a, it's a perspective thing. And it's a mental thing, really. That's all that is. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like it was a slow transition for you though? Like, or did it kind of happen overnight? The reason I want to notice is because it sounds like you were afraid to, you were going to lose a part of who you were. And that's why you didn't really want to change. And you didn't think that getting rid of some of those bad habits were necessary. Cause it's like, this is who I am. Right. And this is how it's going to be. So do you feel like it was a, as far as the food, cause we're going to definitely get into the other areas, but mm-hmm. when it comes to food, was that transition something that happened gradually or did you feel like you were able to do that quickly? So for me, it was, it was quickly. So I was able to give up meat overnight. So like after my aunt passed away, when I got back home, I went in my fridge, I took all that unhealthy stuff out. Cause I was learning about, you know, Dr. Sabi and the alkaline lifestyle. And, you know, I was like, Oh no, this Quaker's oatmeal got to go. Oh, this cereal <laughs> got to go. Oh, oh, these grits. Uh-uh. So I went in my cabinets, I went in my fridge, I threw out all this stuff that I saw as poison and I threw it away. The only thing that was gradual for me was the cheese because for me, it was a real live addiction. And I would literally put it on every single, th- every single food item, like every day. Even my friends still to this day, like, Brittany, I can't believe you still, you don't eat cheese. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't eat cheese anymore. But for me, that was gradual. But for everything else, it was easy for me to just throw it out because I think, you know, I was just so emotional at that time. And, you know, the reason that I wanted to get rid of it was tied to my aunt's death. So, so yeah. And so a lot of people asked, why didn't I give that food away? But I was like, if I saw it as poison, then I would see it as me passing on the poison to somebody else. Mm. And if I love you, you know, I'm not going to give you these poisonous food items. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to see it. 
So what are some of your, okay, I know what you love to eat now because I like following your Insta story. I like looking at your food. Remember like, what was it like a month ago? I said, Brittany, I didn't even realize you were still a vegan anymore because you <laughs> never talk about food anymore. And then all of a sudden I was starting seeing all this food. I was like, okay, Brittany, I, okay, cool. It didn't matter because I wanted you on a podcast regardless if you were vegan still or not. But at the same time, what are some of your favorite dishes? Because I feel like you keep it very, very, I would say you like the homemade things. You like, mm-hmm. you keep it simple. You keep it flavorful. It looks like you keep it nice and bright. Mm-hmm. So what, what are some of your favorite dishes? So my favorite dishes are, you know, really, again, like you said, simple. So like a vegetable stir fry. And this is really easy, especially for people who just have a lot of food that they have in the fridge. And, you know, them vegetables that just sit in the back of the fridge and they get sad because you're not eating them. <laughs> they go you know me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to myself, too. But, <laughs> you know, it's just it's a really simple meal where you can literally just gather all those vegetables up, chop them up, season them how you want to throw it over some rice or some quinoa and just eat it or, you know, make it like a vegetable panini melt or something like that. And you can do so many different things with just a variety of vegetables. And, you know, of course you want to stay health conscious. So you want to have, you know, those colorful vegetables on your plate. So that's why I just recently created a text club where I could send and share these things with people. And it has, you know, these simple recipes that I was using, my staple recipes when I first went vegan. If I didn't know what to make, I would just cut it up, put it in a pan and eat it. And it's still, even though it's, you know, all over five years now, I still eat it to this day and it's still delicious. Oh, yeah. Keeping it simple is how you keep going, though, Mm -hmm. you know, like doesn't feel like a whole lot of pressure. So I love that. Okay, so what in the world is it that you're drinking that little drink that you subjecting all your friends and family to (laughs) them shots? You have them taking it as not tequila. (laughs) It's not rum. (laughs) What in the hell is that? (laughs) Brittany, that you're making everybody drink on Insta Story. (laughs) So it's this stuff called Black Root Tonic. If you're on Instagram, you can search Black Root Tonic or OG Wiz, Wiz One and it's a health tonic and it has so many minerals that our bodies need and it helps to, you know, clean your blood. It helps to move your bowels. It tastes like ass. I'm not going to lie. It does not <laughs> taste good, but you know, I've been taking it for years. And so the taste doesn't phase me anymore. I'm sure whoever listening to this and they, they take it, they're probably like, you lying. <laughs> but, but it's just, You feel so amazing after you take it. And I even like having it, you know, after a workout, just replenish my body with the things that I've lost through sweat and everything like that. So, and it helps, you know, keep me regular, you know, going to the bathroom when I need to go. But it's, it's, it's just an amazing health tonic. And I love trying out, you know, new healthy stuff. I love trying natural stuff, things from the earth. But this is something that's in my regimen and, you know, I, I love to just give it to people that I love and that, you know, people who I know, who I feel needed. So if you've, if you've taken it because of me and you hate me because it tastes so bad, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think people can attest to how it also makes them feel. That's good. Because I know, I'm telling you, every time you have somebody drinking it, they are ready to fight you. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like I had a friend, she was ready to stop being my friend one day. <laughs> 
<laughs> she was so upset with me. She was like, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't feel like love. <laughs> Speaking of fighting, though, Brittany, that's another thing, too, girl. I was really surprised when you told me that basically you went from ratchet to righteous. <laughs> Listen, I had a past, y'all. I had a past. <laughs> I was really surprised by that. But you know what? People people who just seem so sure of themselves and just kind of like understand where they fit in their purpose in life mm-hmm. usually have can't, went through some shit. So I'm not really mm-hmm. that surprised. But at the same time I was, you was like, wait. You was like, girl, I used to be out here fighting. I'm like, what? Fighting <laughs> <laughs> good? Why? <laughs> girl, oh my goodness. And it was, you know, back in my college days. And, you know, that's when I was doing a lot of my drinking every day and smoking every day, going to the club and, you know, the Nook If You Buck song came on and that's when it was ready to go. <laughs> but, you know, if it was, I always was, I was always, you know, on go and just ready. And so if somebody had a problem, it was nothing for me to solve it. You know, that kind of had that kind of attitude. <laughs> and I just used to, you know, have that mindset where I had no control over myself. and so you know, after just changing my diet, it wasn't just a diet change. It was a lifestyle change. And from there now I have control over myself. I can, I could turn the ratchet on if it needs to be turned on, (laughs) but, you know, it's more self-control, you know, through daily practices of, you know, loving on myself and daily practices of tuning in onto the things that's important. And thinking about, you know, if I go out and start fighting in these streets again, what do I have to lose? I have so much to lose that that's just not a part of my life anymore. You know, yeah. if it doesn't need to be. Yeah, definitely. So what are some of your routines? I mean, because I know you talk a lot about like self-love and self-care and just empowering women and just just helping us live our best lives. And that's what this podcast is about. Just like a holistic approach to just living your best life through food, through mental health, through entrepreneurship through finances, just everything, you know, like how we can live our best life. And so what does that look like for you as far as some of the things that you've done to get from, you know, ready to fight people in the street? to just like, you know what, <laughs> like you said, I got too much to lose. So what, what did that, I mean, what did you do to get to that outside? I know you said you love mm-hmm. on yourself, but what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So, and everybody's self-love journey and their rituals or whatever is going to be different. So when I, you know, name the things that I do, don't feel like you have to go and do these same exact things because what I do for me is going to be different than what you do. So for me, it was, you know, figuring out what was important, what was lacking for me. You know, for me, I didn't, you know, feel like I love myself. There were things I didn't love about myself. So for my practices, it was you know, what, what put me in a calm state. And that's when I started learning about meditation. I started learning about working out wasn't just because I hated the way I look. I had to start looking at things from a, you know, from a place of love and not from a place of self-hate. So, you know, working out is because I need to, you know, increase my energy levels. I needed my body to be strong. So that way, I can take care of myself and be healthy, but also take care of others who, who, need, who might need me. So here's an example of like a daily routine for me. I'll wake up in the morning. I will set time to have for myself, give time to myself before I give time to anything or anyone else, because 
If I wake up and check an email, it's going to throw my whole day off if it's something that I don't want to read. So Mm -hmm. I need to be able to make sure I'm grounding myself and put myself in a place to be able to handle what's being thrown at me for the day. So I'll wake up and have that time to myself. I'll pray. I meditate. I'll write in my journal, you know, have a gratitude journal, or I'll just write. There's this thing that I like to do is called scripting. And it's basically writing out my life the way that I want it to live, you know, that I want it to be. And just visualizing that. And some of the things, you know, I'll go back and read and I'm like, damn, this is happening right now. What is mm-hmm. true? And it's like, you know, I can't do that when I'm in a space of, you know, depression or, you know, being angry or just, you know, not having an open mind and, you know, just being in an, in an unhealthy state. So I do that, you know, do my beauty routines or whatever, you know, my facials and all that stuff. Yeah, you love the pampering, which is great. <laughs> I love, love to be in the bath. I love all that. So just figuring out for me, what did I not love about myself? And, you know, doing the opposite and writing a love letter to myself and writing the things that I did love about myself and stop capitalizing on the things that I hated, you know, about myself and started working more on the things that I did love about myself. So it was m- really more of a, you know, changing your perspective. and getting to the root cause of why did I hate myself? You know, why did I hate my life? Who told me or who taught me how to hate myself? And getting to the root of that and disconnecting myself from that and then going forward and moving forward with the love that I did have for myself. Mm, I love that. That is so good. And and the thing is, it just takes time to like probably get, I know that from my Mm -hmm. own experience, takes time to get to that mm-hmm. point. It does not happen overnight. Absolutely. We just have to be willing to keep pushing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so mm-hmm. it's and that's just that's one thing that I stress if somebody, you know, comes to me and they're just like, well, what can I do to boost self-confidence? I'm like, well, you're not going to boost self-confidence by tomorrow. <laughs> 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 this is going to take, you know, some work. And, you know, we have to work on asking ourselves better questions to figure out why we feel certain ways about ourselves or why we feel a certain way about, you know, other things and start working more on being proactive instead of reactive when it comes to, to anything, to our health, to situations in our lives. That's just a lot of, you know, something that we really have to work on as individuals and can't keep, you know, putting the blame on somebody else for why you are a certain way. You know, you may not, it might, might might not be your fault why, you know, you're in a certain situation, but it's going to be your responsibility to, to heal that or to get out of that situation. Yes. So true. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's, it's one thing to pinpoint where it came from, but it's like, okay, now, you know, mm-hmm. so what are you going to do to make that a change? You can't, you know, always be the victim to something. Not saying that th- things are, can't, you know, of course there's a lot of things that happen to mm-hmm. us that aren't our faults, but we can't carry that victim, that victimhood around because you'll never re- be able to get to our full potential for sure. So yeah, I'm so yeah. glad you said that. Yeah. I'm so glad. You said yeah. That. And we wonder why we repeat the same cycles because we don't heal that part of us that's, uh, you know, attracting those situations that we keep fighting ourselves in. Mm-hmm. And that can be just like, like you said, food, just life relationships. Mm-hmm. 
everything. So yeah, that's just so true. This is actually something I want to talk about. When I asked you to be on a podcast, I didn't know if you were still vegan, right? And I told Mm -hmm. you, I said, it doesn't matter if you're still vegan or not, because I love what you're talking about on your platform. I think these topics are important, talking about self-love, self-care, empowering women. So I want to talk to you regardless, right? And then you said to me that you wanted to kind of get away from a lot of just talking about veganism and that it was just so much more to life than just about what you ate. So let's talk about that, Brittany. Like, how did that evolve for you? And, you know, why did you make that decision that you wanted your your platform to be much more than just food? Because hold on, let me cut you off because I feel like I've been following you for what? Has it been like two? Has it even been two years at this point? But I feel like I noticed the shift like right away. Like, wait a minute, what's happening? (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. I want to say that. Yeah. So, you know, just from my own experiences, of course, you know, how starting, you know, I changed my lifestyle, starting with the things that I've eaten. And, uh, you know, I started a, you know, a vegan t-shirt line and things like that. But, you know, as I started going through these, you know, personal changes and these, you know, this spiritual journey and this enlightenment, I was like, okay, this is so much more than just food, you know, even though it started with food, but the food that I'm eating is, you know, healing all these areas in my life. And so, you know, even when I started the vegan t-shirt line, after a while, it was like, okay, I'm, I want to talk more about different things, but people just see me as a vegan and everything I need to talk about should just be about vegan. But I was like, no, I got to, I want to, you know, expand more. And I felt like I was just in this box, this vegan mm-hmm. box where if I talked about anything else that nobody else would be able to really relate or they didn't really want to hear about it. And it wasn't until, you know, all this stuff in the news with, you know, George Floyd being murdered and all the all the riots and, you know, there's racial wars and everything going on where so many of the vegan friends, and I'm saying that very loosely, on my platform on Facebook and Instagram where they were just showing showing their vegan asses. Look. (laughs) Who are you? How would you get on my friends list with an attitude like that? And just, you know, being so insensitive to, you know, the the issues that are are being plagued in the black community and, you know, just showing how they really felt about, you, you know, making it about animals. It's the vegan for the animals type of people. I swear it's just they have no compassion for other people if the animals are involved. And so. I was like, I don't want to be associated with a community like that where we can't see, you know, and and have empathy for all species, not just animals. And it's not saying that we don't care about animals, but we have can we can we fix what's going on in the human race, too? You know, like so mm-hmm. it started to really upset me. And I was like, I can't be associated with this type of community. And it's not saying that I'm no longer vegan, that I'm going to go back to eating burgers or whatever. I'm always going to, you know, be vegan or plant based or whatever. But I needed to stand up for my people. You know, I'm a black woman before I'm a vegan. You know what I'm saying? So I had to stand up for the women who are being impacted, you know, even the men. But the women I felt more of a connection to because you know, Black women, we we face a lot and we need as much support as we can. So you might, you know, see all these women empowerment groups and blah, blah, blah. We don't need more women empowerment. Yes, we do. 
And <laughs> especially black women. I'm, you know, I'm here for all women, but black women need the support and a healed woman will heal other women and will heal the community. So if you have healthy women, you know, in our families and our friends in our communities, then you also have a healthy family and you have healthy friends and a healthy community. Because when you teach the woman, you teach everything, you teach everybody. So I was like, this is, this feels right. This is the way that I want to go. And the support has been tremendous when it comes to, you know, just talking about the things that I talk about on my social media, this, you know, the healing for women, the, the self-love and the self-care. I see so many women need this and it's just all in the responses that I get. I'm like, okay, I'm on the right path. I even prayed about it. And, you know, the answers that I receive, you know, from, from God is just like, you're on the right path. So, so that's how I got into that. I feel like I was talking for like 10 minutes just now. <laughs> and I love it. And I'm loving every second of it, girl. I love it. Cause I feel like it's, it's so, so important. And it was just a very, to me, it felt like in a way it was kind of overnight, which makes mm-hmm. sense now that I know the story of why it seemed that way. But mm-hmm. At the same time, I just feel like it was just it's so after the year that we've had, it's yeah. just like it's, so, it's just perfection. It's necessary, and I just I feel like it's just only the beginning of where you're gonna go in this, this Thank space. You. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, and it starts with our diet. That's what I'm just like. You know, it starts with the diet. You know, let's clean up our diets, and then you know, clean up our minds, clean up our lifestyles. I'm not saying you got to stop listening to your trap music or you got to stop doing this and doing that. But let's start with the small things first. Like you don't have to give up everything. I'm not asking you to go vegan overnight, but if you can start with like a meatless Monday or something like that, do a detox, a seven day detox or three day detox, just start small. And it's the small changes that you make. It's going to make the biggest impact in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause you can build on that. Mm-hmm. You can build on those baby steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about the text club that you have, because I know that you you said, you, of course, you're sending out recipes and things like that. Well, I think I tried to do it, but I must didn't do it right. What What is it? Tell us what we can do to text to join your text club and tell us a little bit more about it. I know you send out, you know, simple recipes and things like that. Mm-hmm. But what what why did you decide to use that? text messages is a way to communicate with your your audience or to build community. Yeah, be- because everybody's on their phones. <laughs> yeah, I know. You it know? was genius. When I thought, I was like, this is genius. <laughs> everybody's on their phones. You know, everybody's at home now, which means you're on your phone a lot more, you know, while you at work. You ain't supposed to be on that phone, but you're on that phone. So <laughs> I was like, I wanted to, you know, be able to connect with people more personally And also just talk to the people that want to hear from me because, you know, with social media, it's, you know, you got all these thousands of followers, but not all of them are really there to hear what you have to say. Some of them might be ghost followers or spam followers or whatever, but I wanted to talk to and connect with the people who want to hear from me and who, you know, who care about the things that I'm sharing. So that's why I decided to start the text club and just get information directly to them. And so what's in the text club is start, it's, you know, I just started, started it maybe what a week ago. And so right now it's, I just sent the link and it's just, you know, staple recipes that I used when I first went vegan. So you got a smoothie recipe. I just keep it real simple. I ain't going to send you a like 15, 20 recipes for you to try. Cause then you go like, Oh hell no, I ain't doing all that. <laughs> 
(laughs) Let me send just one of each thing. So I just got, you know, a cooked meal on there, a smoothie recipe and a juice recipe. And these were the things that, you know, I started, I was eating and drinking on a daily basis or, you know, frequently that helped me on my journey. So, and just also tips, you know, tips on how to transition into eating a plant, you know, plant-based meals. So that way it's not so overwhelming for you. But eventually I want to also share, you know, self-love tips, you know, self-confidence tips, and just tips that can help you step into the next best version of yourself because we need it. And if you have it right there in the palm of your hand, then it's not, you know, I want to make it as easy as possible to have access to not have to go to your email or have to find the post on social media. I want to have it right there in your hand, able to access it whenever you need it. I love it. That's good. So tell us how we can join it. Like, what do we need to text to? Because I need to do it again because when I tried it, I don't, I don't know what I did. Right. <laughs> no, let me do it now while we're on here. Let me get my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had ended up changing the numbers. So I had to go back to all the other posts and update the posts because they like changed the phone number, you know, just randomly and didn't tell me. So people were like, I can't access it. And I'm like, well, let me go and check it out. And I'm like, so y'all wasn't going to tell me that my number changed. (laughs) (laughs) So if you text get started, all is one word. And my phone number is 833-738-0905. And if you text get started, that link will be sent to you automatically. Okay. Yep. So it was different from when I did it. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, what in the world? Okay. (laughs) So yeah, I'm going to make sure that I also put that in the show notes at brownvegan.com for other people to check it out for this episode as well. So they can join if they don't have their phones right now and they need Mm -hmm. to refer back to the episode. But yeah. Yep. I got it. Thanks for signing up. I have so much to say. Yep. Get started guy here. Perfect. I love it. I got it. Okay, cool. So Brittany, before we wrap up, of course, this conversation has been all about what we can do to improve our lives. But what if we have someone that's listening right now who is just feeling just not the most motivated, really feeling stuck in their lives, and they want to figure out what little steps they can take to start seeing some progress? Like, what do you recommend that people do to kind of get out of that space? Yeah. So a lot of times when we're feeling that way, it's because it can be a number of things. But mainly we're not clear on what we want out of life. We're not clear on, you know, yeah, basically what we want. And we're also, you know, doing things like comparing our lives to other people's. So it makes us feel inadequate and it makes us feel like we're not doing enough and, you know, makes us feel stuck. So I would say get clear, gain some clarity on what it is that you want, what brings you joy, what What is your passion? What, you know, what fuels you and gain some clarity around, you know, the things that you love and what's going to be the most impactful for your life. Because a lot of times we're just, you know, we got all this clutter in our brain. We got all this clutter in our environment. And if we're not clear on what we really want, then we're always going to feel like we're stuck. We're always going to feel like we're behind. So, you know, get clear on what what it is that you want. And once you get clear on what you want, then you can start, you know, creating action steps on how to get there and creating a roadmap on how to get there in a way that works for you, whether you need to do it by yourself or whether you need to, you know, get a life coach or whatever. 
Get clear on what you want and stop comparing your life to someone else. And not to say that you, you know, you can't admire somebody else's life or, you know, want to do some of the things that they want to do, but stop comparing your chapter one to their chapter 30, because you don't know what it took for them to get to where they are. So you have to go through all those chapters to get to where you want to be. Amen to that. You really don't know what's going on with people. I love that. Thank you so much for being on. I like really, really appreciate this conversation. Before we leave, let us know where we can follow you or anything else you want to promote and let us know what's going on with you. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at Brittany Sade underscore underscore. That's B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-S-A-D-E, like the singer, underscore, underscore. You can follow my website at www.brittanysade.com. For people who are looking to do like a cleanse or anything like that, I have a book that's called Holistic Mindfulness. You can download a digital copy from my website or you can buy one from Amazon. And it's going to walk you through seven days of, you know, self-exploration, a juice cleanse. You got some recipes in there to really just kind of help clear those toxins out and clear out those negative thoughts and, you know, have some questions that you might have not been asking yourself to help you find clarity on some things in your life. So you have that book. I also have some things for women, self-empowerment t-shirts and coffee mugs to, you know, really help you to start reminding yourself to put yourself first. Put yourself first so that way your cup can overflow and you can give your overflow to those that need it. And one other thing is Uh my sacred care card deck. It's a sacred care card deck and it's going to assist you with having those sacred care Sundays. If you don't know where to go, if you don't know where to start to start taking care of yourself, this card deck is going to be for you. So check them out. Let me know. Leave me a good review because I know it's going to be beneficial to your life. And thank you so much in advance for the support. Yes. Thank you so much for being on. I really, really appreciate it. And I will be talking to you very soon, Brittany. All right, girl. Talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. All of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com. So check those out. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle over there is at brownvegan. Have a great day and I will talk to you next week. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.